Marvel, DC, 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 Marvel, 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 New Image, or Dark Horse. Reality is the words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, everybody. I thought you were doing a little uh, Fat Albert there. We were. Sorry. So, uh, hey, everybody. Hi, Welcome everybody. to the Geek Chat. Welcome. There's a little bit of delay in my mic- in my head- in my headphones. So There's always a delay in your head, A dear. little bit of a delay. So, hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm Rich. I'm Desmond. And we're the Geek Chat. You're yes. tuning in live. <laughs> and you listening on iTunes and Stitcher and all that, you're not live. We, we taped this before. Sorry. No, no, we did. They're live. They're live. They're live. But yeah, but I guess iTunes and Stitcher is not yeah, live. They're not live. Sorry. But you can join I'm- us live Monday. My brain is buffering, so I'm sorry. <laughs> is that what you're calling it now? That, 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 that's what we're calling it. Okay. So, so I'm going to do the announcements real quick before we get to some books, and he's going to make sure that you Facebook people can see us. So the show will be posted on thegeekchat.com website uh, and SoundCloud on Tuesdays by 1, but that will probably be going maybe a little earlier. Who knows? Uh, the Patreon does is still working on all the bugs, but hopefully that will be up soon. Gene Gilmet, our longtime listener, supporter, and artist for the Geek Chat, um, will be at the Rose City Comic Con on September 10th and 11th in Artist Alley at Table F8, selling his fine books, t-shirts, and prints. And this is one of his t-shirts. I yep. wore this for him today. Yep. So last week I wore mine. He's wearing his because go we want get you guys yours. To, yep. Go get yours because you want we want to support Gene. He's amazing. So go get your stuff from him. That's right. Um, so we are going to be doing more interview shows. Desmond would have done an interview this weekend at the San Francisco Comic Con, but yeah, it was just a little, you know, slow. So. Returning shows, The Point Five, will be posted on back-to-back Thursdays by 1. The Point Five will return probably in like a month because the new shows start right up with Flash and Arrow being on first. Um, The Balboa Con, September 16th through 19th here in San Francisco. It's going to be a movie, comic book. They're trying to get some costume players going. Check out balboamovies.com for more info or search Balboa Theater on Facebook. The Geek Chat guys, we will be there. We will definitely be there. It'll be amazing. We cannot wait. I can't wait to see Dr. Mordred. I can't wait to see um, the original Captain America. I can't wait to see a whole bunch of crap because it's going to be awesome. Uh, One moment, real quick. Yes, it's going to be, as he said, awesome. So, oh, he's showing you. So here it is, Baboa Khan. Some of the movies that are going to have, it's a Friday through Monday. They're going to have cartoons, Doctor Strange. The original is 1976, 1970, Doctor Strange. You remember that, right? I do. Dark Man, Hellboy. <gasps> Dark Man. Superman. They tried a comic book bank in a comic book out of They did. Remember? It, it, Ooh, it, it didn't, didn't, no, it didn't it did. do well. Listen. Tank Girl and the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Can you believe? <gasps> Say hey, hi, Roger. You got to go. Hi, Roger. So, <laughs> while he does that, I'll get to my little nuggets of info this week. Um, starting with, real quick, if you're not reading Hanna-Barbera's Future Quest, you should. This book is so great. My, I have one complaint that um, I want the next issue now. What happened in this issue, it, they just keep cramming new and new stuff, bringing this team together. Um Three different art styles, three different stories in one book, three ninety nine. DC's doing something right with the Future Quest line. Love it. Well, but what was it about a little bit? I mean, who do we get to see in it? So in this one, we're introduced to Mitor. Mitor comes for a very short, brief, brief time. Uh, we check in with Jan. She remembers who she is because Blip actually draws out yeah. them. Yeah, she's really a bit cute. of a, she had a bit of amnesia. Um, and then we actually learn how Dr. Zinn was at one time with not only um, Benton and Ellen Quest, but you meet uh, Linda Kim Conroy in this. 
and something was sabotaged. So it adds to the mystery to the book. So, um, oh, and they also introduced the origin of Frankenstein Jr. They're really weaving together all those old Hanna-Barbera shows. And I just, I love this book. It's so much fun. Do you think Dr. Zinn is like a jilted lover? And he's all mad because, like, Dr. Quest is with race now. And he's like, I shall kill you. Because <laughs> those old, com- those old car- cartoons were terrible. I mean, they're, 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 they're just so bad with how they spoke. Like, they spoke they spoke so sadly. Is, I will kill you, Dr. Quest. But you know the nice thing? The book isn't. The book is very, yeah, the book very is not now. And that's one of the, the interesting points it's about a, it. Yeah, Future Quest, go pick it up. Out of, from, In my opinion, out of all of the Hanna-Barbera stuff that's coming out right now, this is the best one. I agree. And, and again, I can't say anything about the Jetsons because that's the next one that's coming yep. out. But we're going to be reviewing that one as well. Yeah. So my next little nugget that I loved is The Astonishing Ant-Man. Um, so this entire book has been taking place in the past. Because it, it opens and he's in jail. And over the last 10 issues, this how he got in jail has unfolded up to now. Diamond incorrectly solicited this as a Civil War book. Which means a lot of retailers out there bumped up their numbers due to crossover events. Yep. This is not at all <sighs> a Civil War time. In will, fact, the, will the next one be? <laughs> no. In fact, this even says... This story takes place before the events of Civil War Two. So maybe the next issue will be nope. a Civil No, no. Nope. This ends with <laughs> She-Hulk becoming his attorney. Wow. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. That happens before or after? All before Civil War. Wow. And the next arc of this is going to be the trial of Ant-Man, guest starring She-Hulk. So well, of course it'd be kind of weird seeing as the She-Hulk now is in a coma. So and grayish. And well, she's mad. She's mad. She's mad. She's mad as hell. Or she has an iron deficiency. I don't know. <laughs> She's got scurvy. <laughs> so, Feed her some apples quick. <laughs> Oranges. So the next book is Same thing. Spider-Man 2099, number 14. And this is my problem with this book. It says Civil War tie <laughs> How the fuck can you have a Civil War tie-in in 2099? This is how. The entire book just continues uh, the story <laughs> that's been going on. And so it's him... In the world, things have changed. Sinister Six, Sinister Six took over Alchemax, and now superpowers are outlawed. They actually have uh, uh, powers or no. So, is that a robot Ghost Rider? No, but it is Ghost Rider. Okay. You never read any of the twenty ninety nine? I read some of them. Oh, I gotta but... tell you, my nineties. I get my nineties rush when I read this book. I love it. So the whole thing just I have continues, to shake my head about it. Continues the story. <laughs> And we meet the Hercules, Cerebra, the old Hulk, the new namer, Black Widow. The worst thing is when he goes to see Doctor Strange, which was really cool. But they shoehorn in one page the Civil War thing so that when he's talking to the new Doctor Strange, some inhuman kid from 2016 told me, and she says, Ulysses, was his name Ulysses? Yeah, some bad shit happened, but I can't tell you. Literally, one, two, three, four, five, six panels made this a Civil War tie-in, and that I find to be bullshit. As for the overall story, I loved it because you get introduced to the family power pack. Ah, awesome. Awesome. They're now working for the government. That is so cool. I'm not going to read it, though. You don't have to. <laughs> I love it. And it's my nugget, not yours. It's your gold nugget for the week? I love these. So all three of these is books Is this your gold really nugget like. for the week? Yeah. There are no brown ones here. Is no brown, no brown nuggets, everybody. This is a banner week for Rich. Okay, he's usually because he, he usually has a lot of nuggets. No. So, so the first book that I like for my nugget is um, uh, Avatrex. Avatrex. Yeah, know what that is. So Avatrex is it's a new issue from Grant Morrison with him. He's writing for Graphic India, so it's his take on Indian gods as superheroes. And this is his his take on uh, Indian superheroes. Yeah, Indian superheroes, and it's it's not bad. It's really kind of good. I, I'm getting lots of classic Thor because so this is this Ava, 
Avatarx was a was a is a god, and he was on a on a space station orbiting Earth, and and these evil people, the Hydra Corps or something, is coming back, and and he had to be in order to be taught humility, he had to be bound with a human. But the human that he was going to be bound with is paralyzed from the neck down, and he had and he was like a you know a glorious man, and and he was going to you know help him because they're going to be partners about it. But unfortunately, during the attack, they were um, his chosen companion uh was hurt and now he now he has to be roomies with with the companion of the brother who is like a loser and so but it's all steeped in indian tradition so uh, it's just interesting to take a look at at something different for a change i mean it's it's full-on superheroes like it's it is full-on superheroics at its finest and it's grant morrison so i was expecting it to be a little bit more woohoo but it's not it's definitely not it's it is really grounded in superheroics and it's i think it's going to be interesting to see how these two characters you know the, this god who believes that he can do anything and this mortal who believes that he can't do anything. He's like, life's terrible. So I'm interested. I really think that maybe this was a failed pitch for Thor that Grant Morrison had. And, and now he took it to here, but uh, I'm intrigued, you know, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I think you should take it. I think you should check it out. It should choose out. Um, but our we, work's good. Whatever still has copies of number one. And it's only a dollar 99. It's, I think it's Oprah. worth, I think it's worth, you think it's worth, I think it's worth, What's your next nugget? My next nugget, definitely a gold nugget, which would be Jupiter's Legacy ah, number two. Yep. Fantastic number book. Number two. Uh, number three, sorry. Yeah, Issue three. I'm sorry. Um, if you're not following it, it's all about it's the more superheroics. Superheroes take over the world, and the good guys basically create it in an image that they can do whatever they want, but they're, they don't want to like it's a totalitarian kind of state now so they they do whatever they want and you do whatever you want you know this is very interesting so so the main the main characters are his brother and sister and the brother is being manipulated by his uncle and then the girl and her the other female i guess they're the strongest the the strongest right the strongest sure. So, but she married a, a, a human and they had a super son and this is his father. And so they're bringing the father who was one of the original superheroes who became a super villain. See Jupiter's circle. See, yeah. See Jupiter's circle for, for that. that story. And uh, they're all trying to get all these super villains together in order to go beat up the superheroes who have taken over the world. You so got two minutes. So uh, interesting story. Um, I really think that um, you need to read the other issues first because this is the, uh, the second Jupiter's Legacy, no, no, Jupiter's Legacy 2, because you oh, should read the first Jupiter's Legacy to see what's going on. But it's written by Mark Millar and uh, Frank Quietly did the art. It's I think gorgeous. It's, yeah, the, the book is amazing. You really should pick it up. I like the family dynamic that he's doing. It's multi-generational. It's really worth it. Gold Nugget stuff right here. Um, one more. And then my last one I'm going to talk about is Justice League uh, of America number nine. You thought it wasn't coming out, huh? It, it, it came out. Yeah. Um, it was canceled and then resolicited and then resolicited and, and then canceled and then canceled and then here it is. Yep. Yay. So I, I'm uh, maybe Brian Hitch had, you know, naked pictures of Dan Didio or something. And he's like, I'm going to put these out if you don't let me finish my story <laughs> because now he's writing just justice league. So this was the story before the rebirth special. And he it's, it's another ginormous story about, these larger than life superheroes fighting a larger than life terror. And that terror happens to be a, an old Kryptonian God who in this issue brings old Krypton from the past to the future using these singing stones. So I don't know. Do you think that it's a really interesting story, but it's, but he wrote, he wrote and drew the story, Brian Hitch. So do you think that the, the two larger than life stories that are going on in both books is like Justice Leaguey enough when you think of? I think this one. I think, think this, this one, one is more? more Justice Leaguey than the other one. The other one just seems very nebulous right now because there hasn't been a big baddie yet. And I, for one, like a a sequential like story arc in which you have a big reveal and there's an actual real villain. Um, and this one has a real villain. There, there is a villain who was trying to do something bad you know, and he has powers that is making him, you know, 
be able to stand up to the JLA. So is this set? It is this now Wonder Woman New Fifty Two costume? Uh, or did they change it? They changed it. This is the old. This is the old. This is the old Fifty Two Wonder Woman. But it's the weird. old New Fifty Two. The, the old New Fifty Two Wonder Woman. So costume. that means that's the Superman that's still yeah. This alive. is this is the Superman from this is the New Fifty Two Superman before he died. I think again. I think. DC is kind of schizophrenic right now because they're trying to finish stories that they had prior to Rebirth. Teen Titans is another one. And they just need to either kind of shit or get off the pot with this stuff because it's confusing. This is not the new Superman. It's a good story. I enjoy it. I'm enjoying it a lot more than the current Justice League story only because it's been built up. This is fucking issue nine now. And I'm kind of in it. It's been like... A year. Yeah, uh, right. At this point, I'm just <laughs> in it to see it finished. Okay, but but it, it's good. It's good. No no brown nuggets for from either of us. Yay! So good week. Yeah, it's it's been a good week. It's been a good week for uh, for nuggets. All right. So I want to remind everyone that this is a spoiler filled show, and if you haven't read these books and are listening, you'll probably be spoiled. The first book we're going to review is Afterlife with Archie, number ten. Yes, the book is still out. Story by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, artwork by Francisco Francavilla, letters by Jack Morelli, and there's two covers. Um, the variant was by Jim Ballant. Remember him? Catwoman, big boobs. <laughs> we love our Catwoman with the huge boobs. All right. So this standalone issue, um, after months of being late, we now have a filler issue, but I'm okay with the filler issue because it adds to the overall creepiness and supernatural of the world we learn the origin of josie and the pussycats now mind you i did not read any of life with archie i thought it was i thought it was a straight gimmick and i and it is but i was just like eh, screw it and then then he was like rich was like hey we should really try this one out i think you might like it because i'm a fan of vampires and i'm a huge fan of josie and the pussycats so i was like all righty i'll take I'll, I'll take the i'll take the bait you know and i read it and i was actually this is a really good story it is a huge riff on interview with the vampire so but but it goes it, that's like the jumping off point but they add so much to it and um yeah i know you have a lot to say, say about hi this. brian oh hi brian i really liked this book um in the world that they've created, it's the supernatural world of zombies and witches, and now we get vampires. Yep. And it adds to what they're trying to create. And anytime you can build your world, it's just going to be better for readers if you continue it. I want to see werewolves. I want I want the dog. Who is Jughead's dog? Well, the dog's dead. That's what created the whole zombie outbreak. But I want the dog to come back. As a werewolf? The, I know, as a werewolf or something. I don't know. All right. So, uh, okay. It was a really good self-contained issue, which could lead in to, because they're actually going, the, the girls are all going to Riverdale. And I want to say, I would love to see this as a TV show. I don't, we have, we're going to, we're going to watch it, the CW version of Riverdale. But I think this would be a nice little horror bent to the whole, you know, instead of CW, all pretty white people with pretty white problems. I just think a little... <laughs> little edge would be to it well you never know um they might i think it'd be really cool if they did a halloween episode that was like this you know and they and they, and they did a weird like pseudo episode where sabrina comes comes by and she's like but we need the sabrina from the horror comics that's what i mean total opposite well, but that's but that's the thing you could have you could have a pg-13 um PG-13 Sabrina show up in on Riverdale and then say, "Hey guys, want to see something scary?" And then she turns to like zombies and shit happen and that vampires awesome. and stuff That'd like that. Awesome. You know, but I would t- technically, honestly, fully on, I would be, I would really like to read. I I want to watch that as a TV series. And I'd even watch like a new Sabrina on the CW if it was the Sabrina that we see now. That that her character is ripe. For uh for a TV treatment that the 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 new one the new Sabrina is ripe for TV treatment I think mm-hmm. we might actually have to review that for our uh, for our graphic shorts because you guys are sleeping on that one I slept on um on a uh, life after Archie after life with Archie after life with Archie but get it it's okay I know but uh, Sabrina has it was really good it's sad that it took forever to come out but it's it's been really good 
All right. Our next book up, Amazing Spider-Man number 17, Before Dead No More. I'll let you do it. Uh, sure. So, uh, writer was Dan Slott. Your fuzzy little Ewok. Yeah, my baby daddy. Uh, Pencils <laughs> by R.B. Silva. Fantastic. I really enjoyed R.B. Silva's work. Wow, I know. He was uh, from uh, D.C. I know he did a lot of stuff for D.C. back in the day with, uh, well, New 52, I guess, Super Superboy. So, um, Adriano del Bene- Benedito did the inks. Uh, Marte Garcia, Marte Garcia, sorry, did the did the uh, colors. Uh, VCs Joe Kamangana did the lettering, and the cover artist was Alex Ross. Alex Ross has been nailing it with these cover arts, cover art, and honestly, this cover matches what actually happens in the comic book. What I know, right? Shut Scary up! Scary shit. Oh my! So we get to see more of the Jackal, and um, and I'm sorry, people, if you have not been reading Amazing Spider-Man. Since Dan Slott took over as the solo solo writer, you're you're missing out with some of the stuff that he's doing here. I mean, he does a good job of catching the reader up, but seeing who the new Electro is, uh, she's Matt Dillon or sorry, uh, Matt Dillon. I thought Matt Dillon. I'm sorry, but uh, Ben Matt- Affleck. <laughs> wrong, wrong. It's DC. This is Marvel. But anyway, Electra's girlfriend, who he accidentally killed, the jackal brought her back to life. That was awesome. Yep. And now, because Peter Parker cured Electro, they try to give him his powers back. No, I'm sorry. When Peter Parker says you're cured, you're fucking cured. Um, but but the DNA used to to recreate her still had some of uh Dylan's original um semen saliva <laughs> and and so that charge that that genes sparked in her and so now she is the new electro and i love her because she's like i'm only been an electro once and i don't get a costume i want a costume and then she fucking roasts his ass for revenge oh, just yeah i yeah. like her and i love the art i love seeing the prowler i did not like oh, what happened to the oh, prowler oh i, I did not so like can what happened. talk about that i did not like what happened to the prowler I, that was a one thing that i did not like about but about who's gonna be in the costume when his solo starts because he's getting his own title. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be this one. All like, right. But maybe he the didn't The possibility for stories out of this. We talk about a lot how writers go on for like six issues and we long for the days of a writer staying on a fucking book. Oh this my god. This is Dan Slot. He it's his book. It's been his book. It's been through different names. Doesn't matter. He has had one goal in mind, and that's to tell great stories, whether you like him married, whether you like him poor. It doesn't matter. Great stories about Peter Parker. And yep. this is where, if you've been reading, you you were there when the rhino's wife was killed. You were there when he electrified her. Like, there's pieces the in this. The rhino's wife died? Yeah, remember? Yeah. The rhino's wife died? Yeah. But they're in here now. I know. So it all pays off. I know, but that's the thing. It's like he's the, the jackal is using all this is using all this stuff from old things that happen. So like this Dan Slot definitely has a plan. He yeah. has he, he has a trajectory that he's going to. And you don't see this in comics nope. anymore. Like nope. I mean, they always Bendis, get rebooted. Well, they always well, Bendis, get Bendis does a little bit because because of his his you know run for some of his runs they kind of let him do what he wants Dan Slott though you don't really see this anymore not since the days of like Chris Claremont um, and the art I gotta say one of my complaints about one of the books they're going to be reviewing tonight is their choices in art and the artists but he for some reason I think he might have some naked pictures because he keeps getting solid artists not this there guy. hasn't been no, no, not RB Silva RB Silva's artwork is is top no notch. no no there he's this book is not getting shitty artists yeah Dan oh. Slott is getting the best artists yeah, Dan for this Slott's book like, give me my fucking artists yeah no and I wasn't it, this was a I would not mind seeing him more I love Kamikoli but I, I think this is he really hit yeah, it out. Really good stuff. I'm wondering though, the pills that he makes them take in order to stay alive. Are you think those are not just the they're not just you know happy pills to make them subservient? Maybe. I don't know, but you guys are really missing out dun, if you're not dun, watching this dun. or reading. You're this. watching it. Well, we watching watch us. It. Yeah, watching so, us read it. Definitely a good book. The next book we're going to be reviewing is Uncanny Avengers 13, Civil War tie-in. Civil War tie-in. We'll get to the measure of Civil War tie-ins, but let's get this out of the way. It is Ryan Stegman and Richard Eisenhoff did the cover. 
Gary Duggan was the writer. Ryan Stegman, I love his art, was the artist. Richard Eisenhoff was the color artist. And VC's Clayton Cowles did the lettering. Hi, Clayton Cowles. Hi, Clayton Cowles. So, Civil War-wise, um, this takes place, spoiler, right after uh, Hawkeye kills the Hulk, or Bruce Banner. And Deadpool sneaks into jail, into the prison, to basically free him. Well, yeah, they have a they have a huge like bromance going on, you know. That I I expected nothing less than 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 Deadpool to do this for his buddy, his compatriot. I, and if you hate Deadpool, you, this still it was a very good issue. Well, half the issue. I really am liking Deadpool's version in this book. I, in this book, yeah. like I don't like him as a solo. I I don't read any of his other books, but him in this book, for some reason, it just works for me. And I liked and I liked the um the Deadpool Hawkeye crossover they did that miniseries. I liked that too. So I, I don't know something. Deadpool. I like their buddy buddy. Yeah, in that, in that he actually was kind of the sane one, thinking about he doesn't want to kill the guards. He can't kill the guards. You know, he had this whole thing ready to help him escape. Yep. And his inner voice was more Deadpool than sometimes I read in yep. Deadpool's book. I really enjoyed this. And the whole at the beginning when when uh when they're talking about uh killing Banner and then Banner like and the Banner dies and the Deadpool knows exactly where it came from and he looks up at at, at the tree. and he's just like Everyone in the tree, you know, you uh-huh. can't leave. And I was just like, oh, shit. So he, he was still being Deadpool and being funny, even in this very tense, serious moment. But he's so introspective about about his craziness that it's kind of refreshing, you know. And I, and I love that he 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 is aware of his craziness and he's aware of what's going on. I but like he, the respect he shows yep. Captain America. Yep. It's just, it's not him, and but it is. Medusa is huge. Okay, yes. Medusa is fucking huge. So the second half of the book Medusa is, is all about the Captain America, Hydra, um, going to talk about the next big problem that Ulysses had. And of course, Captain America thinks it's Deadpool. And it's not. It's Cable. With a dun, dun, great, dun. great shot of basically what Cable looked like when he showed up the first time. Yeah. Giant guns, shoulder pads. Very 90s. This that? giant belt buckle. Maybe maybe Ulysses is seeing the past instead of and the future. And that's what I think. <laughs> but so Cable um, is being questioned by Captain America. Uh, questioned. Questioned. With, 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 with armed, armed guards. guards. Uh, the best thing about this, remember we're doing spoilers. The best thing about this is the rogue showed up. That's not the last page. But rogue shows up looking beautiful and she was like, I thought we were going to be stealthy, but, you know, we got to roll the punches. And it's all about these mutants trying to figure out what's going on for the, uh, finding a cure. because No one has. Is, no one has. And the, the best thing with the last, the, the, two page, the two guys that show up on the back page. Again, no one is really talking about this cure. I mean, they kind of are. And they're kind of, I mean, they're talking about it more in the X books. But those X books are such a slog to get through right right now. I don't know. So it's good. It's refreshing to hear. I mean, it's all set up. I mean, they're setting up the Avengers versus X Men war. Like, I mean, that's that's what this is all about. And maybe that's what Correct. Ulysses is 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 coming up to. Um, I think Ulysses is gonna bite the bullet. I think he's gonna die. <laughs> Dear, I think he's I think he's either gonna die or he's going to be um, depowered or something's gonna happen to him. I want him going to die. To, wow. Really, Rich? Unnecessary, yeah. Yeah, really. So the only thing that, I, that, I, that I'm questioning is Shaw being here. Shaw is also seen in the preview for Uncanny next week. Yeah. And being at the thing. So now if they're going off on a secret mission, I can't wait. I really well, want to know what Magneto is doing with the Hellfire Club because the Hellfire Club all knew they're back, new people in the roles, but Shaw is back. And <laughs> I'm hoping that's – I'm I'm – I know I'm trying too much for Marvel. I'm really hoping that the books kind of work together to get us ready for I versus. But X. do you think there's going to be a splinter group then? Like there's going to be Storm and her posse all about all about peace, yeah. love, unity, and having fun. And then like you've got Magneto saying, "No, fuck that. Our people are dying. I've wow. been trying to protect our people, and if they work that in." To where Sean Toad, who's back to being, they don't know what they're doing with Toad. I, they don't. They really don't. They don't. Like his old, he's in his old costume, which and would I'm make like, no sense. And, and he's Shaw, back to being orange instead of green, where Jason Aaron wrote him green for maybe the that entire was, thing. Maybe that was just a, um, maybe that was just a color mistake or something. Maybe. 
I don't know, but I was just like, when I saw the picture of him, I was like, why is he in this green costume? I know, but I'm really, I love Cable, and I'm glad that and Cable strong, and Cap- How strong is Captain America, really? Like, he's holding up Cable and being blasted. I, it's awesome. Whatever. He's strong. He's Hydra strong. He's, he's, he's got that Hydra He's got that Hydra strength. The Hydra so. Strength. So, now it's time in which we take, we take our little commercial break. So, these are... Um, where you can find us. Isn't it cool? So Paul and I sometimes will watch the uh, Buzzer Network. And on Buzzer and Cartoon Network, no, not Cartoon Network, Buzzer will show old old um, old uh, uh, game shows. Thank you. And it's always because like they were on a stage. And so they'd always break in it. And they, they, the announcer would like read something. I always feel like that. Hey, the FB stopped. And this would she. Uh, it did? Go okay. Look. I'll go look at it. So. Uh, do you want to read it? Why go check it sure, out? Sure. So I hate gonna this do it. part. It used to be automatic, but now we have to do it. It's like driving. So, how to find us? TheGeekChat.com, SoundCloud, Facebook, look under groups, The Geek Chat, Stitcher, Tumblr, Google+, whatever the fuck that is, and YouTube. But for YouTube, you got to wait a little bit because they're all old still. Always remember to search for The Geek Chat. Don't get any imitators. Find us. The originators. I wouldn't say all okay. that. But, but always search. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know what's going on, but it still says that we're the we're still live. We're still live with on our on our end. So uh, please chime in in the in the Facebook group if the feed has stopped because it says that we're still live. All right. But um, maybe you guys can still hear us, and you're not just we're not moving animated. Doo, 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 doo. I don't know. God, I hope we're not stuck on some weird facial pose. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Okay, we're on still. Okay, so all right okay, then. Perfect. So the next book we're gonna get into. Did we do all the announcements? Did I do it right? You did it perfectly. All right. So we're gonna shuffle our books around a little because we've got two we want to talk about and one we don't want to talk about. So we'll just replace it. Um, we're gonna talk about them all. Even the horrible one. Even the horrible one. All right. So we're going to review two at a time for this. Uh, Ms. Marvel number 10, Spider-Man number 7, both being Civil War tie-ins. And before we start, before we start, I'm going to say you'll notice that we haven't really touched any, any DC books. Oh, you want to go there now? I want to go there now. Let's go there. Uh, the reason why. platform out. <laughs> my soapbox. The reason you. why is because there's this term called the fifth week. And on the fifth week, um, Companies don't put out stuff, sir. No, they don't. DC, other companies, all of them. Well, do. Marvel's done. Marvel's done in the past. They haven't done the fifth week event, have they? They always do. If they, well, anyway, DC did not because I guess it wasn't part of their schedule. They did not put anything out uh, for uh, rebirth for rebirth during their fifth week because sometimes months have a fifth Wednesday, and on that fifth Wednesday, sometimes they will put out something cool or something different or unique. DC didn't put out anything. Nope. So DC normally releases annuals specials or issues that are late that's why we got jla whatever number it is nine because it was a fifth week replacement and this is something that dc's been doing for years um the store's been open 10 years so they've been doing it that long anytime there's a fifth week that doesn't fit into their narrative that's going on forget about it which would make sense when the new 52 started their goal was to have so that readers know to come in on the first Wednesday for Wonder Woman and the second Wednesday for Superman. They really tried to do the schedule. Well, in comic book land, schedules, they're just, they're useless. Because DC will switch things up. They started switching things up. Books become late. We're all used to late books. So DC decided, you know what? We're not going to do it. The fifth week will be for, for the stuff the little stuff, I'll say. Um, so we get DC next week for the next couple weeks, but anytime there's a fifth week, it's going to be all not Marvel. Yep. I mean, not DC. Yeah, so we got Marvel. We have uh, uh, another indie book we're going to talk about a little bit later. But... So we decided this would be our time to look in Civil War because yep. we've been so DC heavy. And one of the things we're both looking at is how the books, is it a really a tie-in? Does that banner deserve to be there? And that's what I think the next two books that we're going to talk about are kind of important to the banner. Because I loved both of them. Uh, For Ms. Marvel, let's get the people out of the way. G. Willow Wilson was the writer. Takeshi Maezawa and Adrian Alfana 
were the artists. Ian Herring was the colorist, and VCs Joe Caramanga was the letter. Um, this civil war that's put in fits for her only because A, her mentor and idol is Captain Marvel, and B, she's working with her idol. So, yes, if this didn't have a civil war tie-in on it, I think that, you know, it would be, you just did that. You just knocked it over. I didn't. Sue. Sorry. Don't play. Why don't you do that? talk in the mic, though? People can't hear you. All right. So, you meet how, uh, you meet Bruno, how they became friends, and you also find out that she is going to actually go against her mentor. It really, the issue was emotional. It was good. The art, the both art styles work really well together. Really do. And the ending, I, you think she's going to, you think he's going to die? No. You don't? No. I don't think they built him, they built his character enough that he is not going to die, I think. That would be too much like an Uncle Ben moment, I think. And I, I, that's why I don't think that she's going to. But if he dies, isn't that more of a motivation for her to try to But I think that's the wrong motivation. Carol? Because you think they're using death too much in their the story so far with two deaths? No. No, I don't think so. I think I think he is worth more to her alive as a symbol of, of why she has to fight to save than than him being dead, you know? And and I because I think I think you know, having someone die to be their motivation is so cliche that having him live and, you know, be somewhat, you know, um hurt you know, is is a much more uh, a much more heavy reminder. Like, you know, he was doing this, doing something that you didn't, and he was hurt because it. Now he has to live the rest of his life like this. You know, because of something that that you of your inability to to do something. You know, I think that is much. You know, that is that can be much worse. Worse because dealing with that person, talking to that person, what well, is a reminder? Is a constant yeah. reminder because, like, unfortunately, you know, the dead tend to fade you know but if you're having to see this person yeah, every who? day exactly no exactly i mean that's all been overlooked now for bruce yep all so, of it that's that's the thing all of it's overlooked now because of because of bruce banner dying so what do you think tie-in wise high low um think it deserved it so this was i think the fourth issue of miss marvel having a civil war tie-in yeah um and i think it has been really really good we're getting a capsulized um, version of the civil war between uh, Miss Marvel and uh, and her friend Becky with the bad hair, as she calls her in the book. <laughs> so, so I think it, I think that's the one that earns its its keep because it's it's it earns its title because that is I mean it's a play on words like it's a that book has really been you know Wilson has really been playing with this idea of civil war in a way that that makes much more sense to to Miss Marvel the character. So I I 100% think that it's great. Yeah, I, because remember in the very first issue of it, it was school against school. Yep. As a play on Civil War. Yep. I'm really enjoying this book. If you're not reading Ms. Marvel and you want something that is um real world because they bring a lot of her religion and faith into it. Yep. Uh well written, well drawn. I we would both really highly recommend Ms. Marvel. 100%. Uh, so our next book is uh, Adjectiveless Spider-Man, just Spider-Man, Civil War. Um, I don't like this style right here because it's literally Spider-Man at the top than the seven, but Civil War is so much bigger. I don't know. I just don't I don't like that. So let Spider-Man be the star of his own book, people. Uh, writer, Brian Michael Bendis. Artist was uh, Nico Leone. Uh, color artist was uh, Marte Garcia. Letterer is VCs Corey Pettit. Cover artist was Sarah Pacelli and Jason Keith. And there's a title page design. I guess this title page was designed by Nicholas Russell. So, um, yeah. Getting paid. Getting paid. So, Miles has a dilemma. Miles has a dilemma. Miles has a dilemma. He likes a girl. No, just kidding. Um, uh, Tony Stark. Um, and I'm going to use the words of the, of the characters that were in here. So, it's not me, you know... Bombshell is in this car- is is in this book. Bombshell is a friend. If you don't remember the Ultimate From Universe the old, of the old sixteen ten, yeah, well, whatever it's called, I don't know. Uh, the old Ultimate Universe. She's one of the ones that was reborn in the new uh, Marvel U, and 
Miles is having this, I guess it's a crisis of conscious consciousness about whether he wants to help Tony Stark with this whole uh, civil war thing. So we're seeing a perspective that we don't really see in comics. This is a young man, a young, you know, mixed race, you know, half black, half Puerto Rican man uh, being pulled into a a war. Uh, well, a white war at that. Mm-hmm. because, And I'm saying that because Bombshell, a, a, a female white girl, woman, says, you know, Rich. this is because Miles is saying Iron Man called me and asked me to be on his team. How do you say no to Iron Man? And she's like, he is a rich white man, you know, and you, and he's pulling you into their war. So there's there's like a lot of there's like a lot of you know charged stuff in this narrative going on. And Miles is having this you know crisis of conscience. Like, what do I do? Do I do I do I follow suit because it's Iron Man? And no. add you know, in add in how all this is manifesting in his life. Yeah, his life is, you know, he he's not studying in school, he can't sleep. He can't sleep cuz he sees the Hulk killing yep. him. Yep, he um when um back in I want to say Civil War 3, I think it was, when um when Ulysses gave them all the vision about the Hulk going crazy and rampaging. So this takes place before the death of Bruce Banner. So so Miles is still reeling from that vision that was that uh, Ulysses put into his head about him being killed by the Hulk and the Hulk rampage. So and you just don't see it. Yeah. You feel it. He felt what had happened. Yep. So he's freaked out. And so Bombshell is like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And he's like, but I don't want to I don't I do not want to um make Iron Man mad. I don't want to I don't want to not say that. You know what's going to happen? What does that say? And she's like, he'll cry himself to sleep on very expensive pillows. And I think she's 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 very down to earth. She's like, she's like, look, you know, he they have other people to do this. You do not need to do this. You can exercise your right to not do that. And, and the, then he continues to say, but he called me. Like, yeah, he's hung up on that in his head because he feels as a hero and an Avenger. I need I need to do that. It's my responsibility. But but then again, but then again, is Bendis playing with a much larger narrative? Mm-hmm. You know, a white man called him. You know, a rich white man called him and said, "I want you to be here." You know, but then he says he asked me. He didn't tell me he asked me. You know, as if that makes a difference. But now I want to go back to the last couple issues and see if it was asked. So and exactly. So I don't. I don't know. Like, is it? There's just a. This is a really like a lot of stuff is happening in this in this book, and I was just I was not prepared to read that, you know, from this from this, you know, it's just it's been this is really tackling some really interesting subjects in this book, and and then like the keeping a secret identity, his mother oh, is like trying yeah, the, the mother is trying to understand what's going on with her son because his grades are slipping, what's going on, so she hires, uh, alias Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. thank you to. Uh, to investigate, and of course, she finds out a secret identity, but will not tell his mother. And the mother's like freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And if you don't read the book, the dad knows. Yeah, the dad the knows. The dad knows and has been keeping it a secret since his mom came back to life with the new universe. Correct. Um, and so he, they're all keeping it from her, and this is this is tearing their family apart. There's like yep. there's a lot of stuff going on in this book. If you're not reading it, you're really missing out. Like there's some. This is one of the most entertaining books written right now Ben for me Bendis is really knocking out of the park and at, the, and at the end I mean at the end we see Luke Cage and you know Jessica Jessica Drew show up Jones to, damn Jessica Jones show up you know and it's like what are they gonna do like what what are they gonna say to to Miles is it gonna be heart to heart I mean you know we have this older you know black man could be possible mentor to to uh miles to miles but is but it's it's another it could be another totally different you know opinion yep. you know because because he was at Rhodey's funeral you know he was there miles wasn't so you know it, it, there's this like age thing that's going on there's just a lot of things happening in this book so there's there a lot to unpack from this from this issue and it's good like it I'm glad that we're having these conversations and I really hope that this is not glossed over like this is a really good book you guys what did you think, Rich? I'm sorry, I, I talked a lot because yeah, he talks a lot. Because I, I actually, forgot what book we were talking about. I, I went back and actually reread it. Like I was just like, 
Yeah, I read it again I was, today. I was like, what she, what Bombshell was saying about Tony Stark, and really putting it in these like black and white terms. But, like, this is a rich white man bringing you into a white war. It's like, like you don't have to do this. It was just very like, you know, and and like and the him thinking about the consequences of being a hero and not being a hero. Just a really good book. Just a really good book. What'd you think, Rich? I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> what'd you think, Rich? I liked it. So the next <laughs> book we're going to go into. You're killing me. You're stabbing uh, me in the throat, Rich. No. <laughs> when it comes to Civil War, quote, or quotia, quote, Civil War, what would be the right word? Nah, content we'll go with. Do you think it, it held up to having the Civil War banner? I would say yes, because while the larger, again, the larger narrative is about the mother finding out in his grades, this is something that's happening within his world and is affecting him, much like Ms. Marvel's being affected. So for this, I say, yes, it should have had it. But these are all minority characters, though. That's the thing that's very interesting. They're getting you to read them. Well, no, it's not even that. It's it's like there's all these, like, minority characters who are are being manipulated by by older, more established white characters. (laughs) So it's, I mean, there's a whole other thing going on, too. All right. The next book we're going to review is Thunderbolts. Hmm. Number four. I can't believe it's made it to four. So, the writer is Jim Zub. The person that drew it is John Malin. The person that colored it was Matt Yaki. VC's Joe Sabino. I like his name. Uh, was the letterer, and uh, yeah, the the cover was done by those same two people. I will say the writing for this is very strong. I like what it's doing. I have to say it's one of the most ugliest books I read this week. Yeah. Woo. Um, so Rich was not a fan of the art. No. No. Uh, it is getting a new artist, so hopefully that will be good. It was just, this book is something, and I, I've been thinking of a really nice way to say this all day, because I read it today. I only read this because we had to. Um <laughs> I remember the 90s very well and all the bad fill-ins that DC had and Marvel had. This looks exactly like that. To me. To me. What did you think? What do you think of the story, Rich? I liked the story. I liked where he's going with these people. I like that Abe, you know, wanted to be... Who is Abe? Mach? I know. Oh. Mach 6? What is he up to? 6, 7? 18? Uh, 18. Whatever the fucking Mach he is now. Mach 34. Just, you know, make Mach, it... Mach 800. Make it an even number, though. Um, <laughs> you know, he was a guard at Pleasant Hill. Then when everything went out, he escaped with him. He wasn't an escaped prisoner. He was still a hero. Now he's underground with these people. That They're fulfilling Nick Fury's wall position of keeping aliens out. And they run into the Inhumans in the last issue, and in this issue they run into the Squadron Supreme. And which is kind of a one-sided fight. Uh-huh. Just Except for Kobik. Damn cosmic cube babies. That's right. Only way they, they didn't get their ass handed to them. Damn cosmic cube babies. Ugh. What'd you think of it? Um I hated it. I, I think it's camera. I think it's in, hi. I think it's interesting that they're still really trying to do this whole Pleasant Hill thing and they're still I mean, it's only been four issues out, and they're still sort of like, you know, what they did to us, and blah, 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 and we're doing this, and and the whole Pleasant Hill thing, and it's just, and then you know that Kobik is actually, you know, the child Hydra. of the, as Hydra, and then Shield, or uh, Captain America is Hydra, but Bucky doesn't know, so, so the one thing that's really pushing this book for me is the reveal, like, for me, the story is just kind of meh, but I'm really trying, like, I I'm pulled in because I want to see the reveal. I want to see Bucky and Cap have that reveal. I want to see Cap tell Bucky, "Look, you know, we Hydra is great. We can make it better. We we can do so much." And because you know, there's going to be an elevator pitch where 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 Captain America's trying to get Bucky to his side. And he's going to be all like, "No, no, Cap." I'm not going to do drugs with you, you know, or some shit like that. I don't know, you know, and and then he's going to take his shield and decapitate him. That would be amazing, but they're not going to do that either. Um, but that's the thing. It's like when when are we going to have Kobik, you know, change their minds, or when are we going to see? That's that's sort of what it is. Is, is we're being held like pseudo hostage, sort of, because we're kind of like. Like what is it for me? That's kind of how it is. It's like it's like this hostage. That's thing. how I feel being here with you too. I know. Um, Help me. <laughs> 
Blink twice if you're being held against your will. Um, so I, that's the thing about the book for me. And and yes, the artwork was just not. It was not the best. It, I think the style is it's going not even the for, goodest. Goodest. I think the style is so. Loose. I, uh, it was too loose, and figures made no sense, and legs went where they're not supposed but to. But and... maybe, maybe the artist is trying to capture that that '90s wonder. Wow, of, of not the... the good '90s. <laughs> but yeah, the I don't know. I, I don't think. I'm this... sorry, John Malin. You're probably a lovely human being. I just I your book. Maybe you could draw. What don't I read? Oh Lord. Um. So, but yeah, I'm surprised the book lasted. I don't know. Four issues. <laughs> Like I think it'll. We're well, bidding against it already. I I just, I just don't think it's gonna be. And like three ninety nine, it's just not justifying its price either. No. So I don't know. I again, the only thing, the only thing I was hoping for is maybe the reveal, but even that's not gonna be enough. I think. Now to an artist I love. So the next book we're gonna review is Guardians of the Galaxy number eleven, another Civil War issue. Yeah. Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. All right. So Brian Michael Bendis did the writing. Valerio Shitti. Did the penciler. I love him. Uh, colorist is Richard Eisenhove. Letter is VC's Corey Pettit. And the cover artist was Arthur Adams with Jason Keith. Um, beautiful cover, as usual. It always has a beautiful cover. Um, nothing on the cover happens in the book, kind of. So, um, for a tie-in issue, this actually takes place before the events of Civil War Number 4. Four, because the end of Civil War number four, the Guardians came out and they were like, "Hi, we're gonna help you out. We're gonna help you out," which makes no sense. And now we see the decision to go to Earth. They come to Earth. Kitty puts on her new hideous costume. I don't. Th- I think costume's okay. Oh. We are gonna have to fight about that because I think her costume was fine. Which is weird when you look in the actual issue. She's got with these big ass shoulder pads. Because that's kind of taking it back to her old costume when but she was Shadowcat. They're kind of fluffy. No. They're a little bit fluffy. Yes. This, the way they draw, it looks a little like Shadow Cat. I will give that to you. Uh, So Captain Marvel comes knocking and then says, I need your help. The one thing I really liked about this issue was the last four pages. I mean, the whole issue was fun. I I really liked it. But I got to say, the last couple issues, when Kitty and, um, what the hell's his name? Peter Quill were talking about um, Gamora. I want me to say about Peter Quill and uh, Flash Thompson. Whoo! If it wasn't for that five o'clock shadow, you couldn't tell them apart. I could not tell them a fucking part. Yeah. Seriously, I literally had to go back and reread it I because I didn't. This looks, know. this looks really rushed. His style is usually much better than. Yeah, this. I think I think he probably wrote that. I think he did something to 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 do a fill-in issue because they needed something to to bridge the gap. Um, they may be because it looks rushed. But like, there's a page about Gamora, and I didn't read the last couple, so I don't know what she's been through. But she got her ass beat by. Oh, by the she last, did. She got her ass beat by the last um, judge from a uh, Creed judge, and uh, and she got her ass beat, and then she used the last of of the. Oh, she's done with her cosmic power. Yeah, she used the last of it oh, to, to defeat. So she's. So she's uh, sad. Hi. Um. So she's sad about it. She's like, oh no. No, Frank and I were talking about these cosmic powers yeah. because so now now that she doesn't have it so archangel or angel is the only one with the power now well i think groot sort of has a little bit of it but but i think it how it was explained in this one or bendis explained it for her was she used it too much and she used it up and that's the problem because the black vortex i guess is no longer around and so it's it's the the powers is not it's it's not infinite it's finite and they burnt out so she oh. used the last of her powers to defeat now it this makes sense why girl. she's acting the way she's acting in this okay I think so but she was like her ass was she got her ass beat like well the whole thing of Thanos is on Earth as we know and and both she sends Gamora him? that's I'm wondering after she heals mm. will she I don't know I will be reading the next couple issues because I want to see the Gamora side of it. I really don't care about the other side because we're going to see that in Civil War unless they explain their positions. But I'm really interested in Gamora and Drax because once Drax finds out Thanos is there, Drax will go try to kill him too. See, that's the thing. I don't I don't know what's going to happen, but the book is good. Like Guardians of the Galaxy is a good book. You guys really should take it out. The artwork is really good. Um, I think you had an off week for this one and the, and the writing is fairly solid. And, and the whole thing with um, 
with uh, I can't remember her name, and Angela, when she was talking about you know don't touch me and with Groot and and you came and I'm in your, forever in your debt because she saved her from a prison pen line. It's just certain things about the book like like work for me, and I like the relationship between you know Frank Quill and uh, Kitty Pride. Peter. Peter, thank you. Um, I don't want to review that book. Oh, thank God. This book was not. This book was not. What we were going to talk about is a little bit though. Okay. So, so as a Civil War tie-in, uh, it's choosing sides. The Civil War two, you know, it's a so it's, unnecessary. It's three stories, one continuous through the entire series. Which is the Nick Fury one. That was Nick. Um, and then each issue has a different hero in it. Uh, two heroes actually. Yeah, dealing with their their uh, dealing so with the civil war and what's bringing. It was not was good. Alpha Flight, Colleen Wing, and Nick Fury. The Colleen Wing one I thought was good because because it, it really scratched that nostalgia itch for like Daughters of the Dragon. I, yeah, and so, the art was great. And the art was great. So that one was I was like, okay, that wasn't complete trash. But the other two I did not like. I mean, like, and I love Chip Zdarsky. I think he's a great guy. It's fabulous personality, you know, online and and everything like that. But I just don't think like I don't need to read about. You know what, Justin Trudeau or whatever the, the the prime minister of Canada. I just, it was unnecessary. Just the whole thing was unnecessary. What do you think Aurora was crying for? I don't know. Is she disappointed that that she's on Carol's side as a part of Alpha Flight? Probably. And now her prime minister, which they all love, is hanging around and punching and hugging and drinking with. Well, she's on the wrong side. Iron Man. She thinks she's on the yeah, wrong side. Yeah, she thinks she's on the wrong side. I think that's what's sad about it. She's like, I'm on the wrong side. She wants to cry. She's very emotional, that girl. She's very emotional. I think this all, instead of coming out in a, in a miniseries like this, just put it in one book and let us all read it at once. I just didn't think he was all that interested. Well, do you remember the old Choosing Sides from when Civil no, War started yeah. and then... No, I... I, I some of the stories were actually good back then. It's just not worth it. Like, it's just not worth it. Like, it wasn't no, worth it. No, because nothing... And this is where, when we're looking at the new tie-ins, if the banner's on it, is the banner relevant? And in the books where it helps the story progress, I say yes. Or or if the story actually changes and or... Um, has an effect. Has an effect. Exactly. Has an effect on the character. So if something yes. happened in this that, that Marvel printed way less of Civil War II, the actual issues, and put something important in there, that's what you had to read. Well, that that, that would be okay. But but again, I'll bring it back to Spider-Man. I'll bring it back to Ms. Marvel. Marvel. Those are, like the Civil War really matters to them. It means something to, 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 the, to, the, to the genesis of the nugget of the story. It means something to it. It's not just a, a throwaway. Like, I liked Hercules, but I liked Hercules despite its, its, it's um the banner the the banner yeah. you know I, I liked what was going on with the characters that were introduced you know but it just didn't it, like i just don't like it and like the peter parker the peter parker spider-man um uh wasn't necessary it was unnecessary like i don't i don't like it so anyway didn't so, like it <laughs> So first and foremost, I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Terry Miller, who does all the music for our show. Thank you. Thank uh, she you. is the mistress of the mixboard. Terry, we recorded uh, a new opening for the point five, so you'll be getting that later today. It's oh, crazy. It's you're gonna love it. Well, we did exactly what you asked, so get your butts ready for that. Um, want to say um, special thanks to Gene Gilmet, who does all of the art for the show, and he's doing. He did, you know the. He does T-shirts, and he has a fantastic show and everything. Uh, fantastic um, website, so go check him out. Uh, you can find him at rltpress.com and look for his work featured on comic book resources in their feature, "The Line It Is Drawn." Again, you can also find him at the uh, Rose City Comic Con on September 10th through 11th in Artist Alley at Table F8, selling books, T-shirts, and prints. So if you go and see him, tell him hi from the Geek Chat. Ha. I want to say thank you to Club Card Printing at clubcardprinting.com. They're the ones who do all of the printed material that you see. If you got a flyer from us, it was printed from them. So give them a big shout-out for us, too. And our major sponsor, uh, Whatever Comics, located at... 548 Castro Street, sunny San Francisco. Check us out on the web at whateverstoreonline.com and head to our Facebook page. Give us a like, Whatever Store. I also want to say thank you to our listeners and viewers that are watching us. We do this for you. And thank you to our live studio audience today. Yes, we actually had a live studio audience. It was very it was very crazy. But you would never know. We might invite some of you guys to, to actually see a live taping and just... Taping? 
Yeah. So, yes, I know. We're so expensive and uh, awesome. You guys are going to love it. Okay, you two. Watch the window. I know these people outside are being crazy. So, um, also, tell us about the format. Do you like the format with this? We're thinking about changing it up, making it a little bit more different. So, um, how can we How can we improve? You know, go into the Geek Chat Facebook group. And, and no, you know. can't get rid of us. No. So, I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Geek Chat.